mom surviving life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Mom Surviving Life. Today, Carla and I are going to be talking about getting the best bang for your buck. And if you're frugal or just looking to save that extra dollar, this episode is for you. As always, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on. Also, please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash moms surviving life and on Instagram at moms surviving life, all one word. Let's talk about the really obvious way to save money, which is price matching. Also like the easiest way. <laughs> yes. I price match. I've been price matching for, I want to say 10 years. When did smartphones come out? Then you could download <laughs> Flip and all those lovely apps that show you every, what, how, how old is Rebe that app? Yeah. Cause that was before Flip. Yes, which we're going to explain all these apps. If you're confused, we are going to, that's the next thing that we're going to talk about is these apps. Back when I had, I want to say it was like 2010, 2011, because my friend was still a cashier at a grocery store. That's how long ago this was. I started price matching because I realized you can save a lot of money. And it saves you from going to like this store and this store and this store. Like, why not do it all in one place if you can? Absolutely. It is Oh my goodness. Saving two to three bucks every week, that's like 150 bucks or more a year that you're saving just by saving three bucks every week at the grocery store. Oh yeah. It adds up so quick. I generally try and save five to 10 bucks at the grocery store. So I'm saving what? 500? I don't math well. $500? 10 bucks a time, 52. 500 ish. 500. Yeah. Just on groceries. (laughs) Use coupons to your advantage. If you live in Canada get a PC Optimum card. They're free. You can use them at all Loblaw stores, which include Loblaws, Real Canadian Superstore, No Frills, Independent, Shoppers, Esso Gas Station, and I think I'm missing one. The Real Canadian Superstore. I said Real Canadian. Oh, oh okay. Real Canadian it. Superstore as well. <laughs> I shop there every week. That was like, it was like Loblaw, Real Canadian Superstore, Independent, No Frills, Esso. Am I missing one? <laughs> Mobile. Gas. Yeah, that's Esso, isn't it? Mobile and SO is... mm. They're two different ones. Oh, yeah. Use them there. That's like a free rewards program, and it's basically free money. During Christmas, if you have the PC Optimum, at least this year, they did the 12 days of points or 25 days. I don't know. It's great. You were getting like two, three bucks back on stuff you'd be buying anyways. I mean, I bought chocolate-covered almonds at Shoppers. They were on sale. And with the coupon that I use basically for free points it turned into them being like $2 a bag for chocolate, dark chocolate covered almonds. And they were originally 10 bucks and I got them for two bucks. So that was like eight bucks of savings, which was great. Yeah. Do you have anything to add for price matching? (laughs) What are some other stores that do it? Um, Fresh Co price matches. I don't really know outside of why did you get really excited? I have a hack for our listeners about price matching, but I'm going to let you go finish your thought because I just came to me. No, you're <laughs> Sorry. Good. I don't know. I think that like Walmart doesn't price match anymore. No. However, I have a hack to save on Amazon shipping and wait times. Are you ready for this? Cause this is going to blow your mind. Get your pens and papers ready. Like, <laughs> I have mine ready to go. Best buy price matches, amazon.ca. As long as it's current and not a used product, and it's the same thing, they will price match. I bought my dad a OtterBox for his iPad. He's very concerned that he's going to drop it because it's so thin. So he needs the, like, super bulkiest case to make it, like, an inch thick. I joked with my brother we just built him one out of two by fours, and I'm not kidding. (laughs) I was able to save 10 bucks because I price matched it against Amazon. And the person that did it was like, oh, you know this? And I was like, yep. So now all of our listeners do too. And you walk out of Best Buy that moment with the product in your hand. And Carter's, when I was there yesterday, told me they price match their website. So when you go into a store like Carter's, Walmart, Best Buy, Canadian Tire, ask if they price match their website because they might. I mean, Best Buy, they're getting crushed by Amazon. 
let's be honest, Best Buy is getting crushed by Amazon. Oh, yeah. So the fact that they're price matching Amazon gives them kind of a leg up and doesn't really allow Amazon much wiggle room because being able to shop for a physical product, especially with the older generations that don't want to deal with everything that we're doing, they don't like to do a lot of research. They like to do physical research, price match, ask if they price match the website because it is amazing. And when they first told me this, I was like, I have been buying stuff at full price at Best Buy for years and now I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) and if you buy a big ticket item this is something my mom told me to do and it's a loophole if you've purchased a product and six months later it comes on sale like let's buy you say you buy a stroller or a car seat and you don't buy it on black friday or boxing day which is the best time to buy your strollers and your car seats fyi (laughs) this is like my episode because i'm so frugal and so like on top of everything You go into the store and ask if they'll fix the price of it. And if they say no, go purchase the product and then come back the next day with your original receipt for the higher price and return the product. The worst case scenario is they give you a gift card. There's a whole bunch of websites that you can sell the gift card on for that value. And especially if it's somewhere like Babies R Us or Carter's, someone is going to buy that gift card for you, especially on Marketplace for the value. You then just return the new item with the old receipt because they can't tell the difference and they can't tell you no. And you fix the price. Perfect. Yeah. She was telling me this as I was driving and I was like, I'm not comprehending. I need you to explain it to me like I am the dumbest person on the planet. She's (laughs) like, you buy this. You return. I'm like, but then you're not saving anything. She's like, no, with the original receipt. And I'm like, but I'm not getting it. (laughs) My brain was not functioning that day. And she was like, what are you not getting? Yeah, because then you get the full price back of the original receipt, therefore making your sale price even better. Okay, what is SCOP? Scanners Code of Practice. Do you know what this is? No. Okay, I'm about to blow your mind because you would have been on my Snapchat when I lived in Windsor back in like 2016. Yeah, I think I've always had you on Snapchat. What is a uh, what is the grocery store at Walker Road in Tecumseh? Is that an independent? You know what grocery store I'm talking about? Cross Street from Walmart to Loblaw. Blah. Walker. Okay, you're at the no, wrong they, road. No, Tecumseh and Lozon. There's it's, a Walmart. The Tecumseh Walmart. Is theirs? Okay, whatever. You know what store that is. Yeah, it's so, theirs or Superstore. Yeah. Okay. So Scoop and Loblaw participates in this, as do like 99% of retailers. If you pick up a product and the product is less than $10, let's say it's five bucks and you go to scan it and it comes in as $7.99, the product is free. You pay zero dollars. Zero. You walk out of the store and you're not stealing it. Scoop means anything that is mispriced under $10 is actually zero dollars. And if it's over $10, they have to take $10 off. So that grocery store had my favorite chicken fingers on mismatched and I knew this so I was buying like a $14 box of chicken fingers for (laughs) $2.99 nice and I did this for weeks and they never changed it they didn't change the price they just kept removing the tag and someone would walk by be like well the tag's not there they put it back on and I'd buy the fries or the chicken fingers again I'm like it takes two seconds just print out the right the right price like what are you doing (laughs) every time too funny Always, always, always check the prices of everything you buy. I got file boxes at Walmart for like five bucks and they're supposed to be 15. And it can be off by one penny. So if, if the, the tag on the shelf is different? Then the tag at the end is different. No. Oh, okay. So if, if you pick up the product and the shelf says it's $7.99 and you go to the cash register and it says it's $8.49, the product's free. Ooh, good to know. So, like, make sure that when you're buying stuff, you're like, oh, this, like, because sometimes, sometimes I go and I buy something and I'm like, oh, this is a really good deal. And I get to the cash register. I'm like, that's not a good deal. Wait a minute. Do you have scoop? You know where you put your purse down when you're checking out at the grocery store? Yep. That's where it is. Or it's on the cash, the side of the cashier. Like, I'm motioning to, like, a flat surface. But it's on a vertical surface. Huh. Some places will tell you that you have to go and see customer service. Who cares if you're going to get $10 off or get an item for free? It's worth it. It's fine. Or they have to call a manager over. That's fine. Yeah, I'll wait Mm -hmm. for free free items or 
$10 off an item over $10. Yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we're going to post a link in our Instagram to what actual scanner code of practice is. Yeah, if you go to the images, are you able to see my screen? It looks like this right here. If the scanned price of a non price ticketed item is higher than the shelf or any other displayed price, the customer is entitled to the first item for free up to $10. If the item is more than $10, the customer is entitled to $10 off the lowest advertised or displayed price. The code does not apply where sale dates are printed on the shelf or signage and the sale has expired, provided the regular price on is on the label or signage. If the scanner accuracy code problem cannot be resolved at a store level, please call us. Stores have to register for this. When the cashier thinks that you're stealing $10 from Loblaw or Walmart or winners, you're not. They get paid to participate in this. This has nothing to do with Susie the cashier thinking that she's going to lose money. It has nothing to do with that. It is, I don't want to say a law in Canada, but I think it is. It's a code anyways. It's the scanner price accuracy code, but it is so worth, so worth that extra five minutes because I am in a Facebook group about this. I've seen people get toys, shampoo, toothpaste, deodorant, food, everything free or $10 off. And again, if you do this once a week, that's 520 bucks in your pocket. If you get 10 bucks for free every week. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Good to know. <laughs> Something else that I would like to tell our listeners, if you're going to price match at the grocery store, all the power to you. We're going to touch on apps next about how to price match. When you put your stuff up on the belt, and this came from a grocery store cashier who worked at a grocery store for a number of years, group what you're buying by the store and separate it from all your other groceries to make it easier for the cashier. Especially right now in the pandemic, they are so overworked. They are so tired. Just make their job a little bit easier. It takes you such a small amount of time, but it makes such a big difference to them. And working in retail, sometimes when you're having a really crappy day, that one customer that's nice makes all the difference. I think I just blew your mind with that scanner code of practice hack. <laughs> Do you use all these apps? Um, my friend uses Rakuten. That's why I put it on here. I just don't shop online enough. Yeah, I don't shop online outside of Amazon, really. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about apps. The first one is Flip with two Ps. Flip is a flyer app. It tells you every flyer from your postal code. And if you are going to go, I mean, in normal times, when us Canadians would go Black Friday shopping in the States, I would actually put in the postal code of the area that I would shop in and I could get those local flyers so I could pre-shop for Black Friday, which we'll touch on that in a completely other episode because I am like Black Friday organizing queen. Oh, I don't doubt it for <laughs> a second. Have you ever been on a shopping trip where you have an itinerary and a shopping list? Normally when we go Black Friday shopping, there is, like, you have to plan it. Like, oh. you have to know what stores are opening when and what deals are what time and when you <laughs> want them. My mom and I, the one trip we went on, I think we dropped, like, if you could only spend $1,999, we literally spent, like, $1,997.75. Like, we went right to the limit. We bought every Christmas present we needed. We, we got everything that we wanted in the time frame that we wanted, and we actually did it in 24 hours. We shopped for 24 hours straight. Yeah, I know you're shaking your head, but it was fun. And then the other 24 hours, because you have to be over for 48, the other 24, we just hung out in the hotel and like yeah. looked at all of our purchases and was like, oh, this is such a good deal. I got this. I got that, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, do you want to just like go to Target just for fun? <laughs> and we were able to browse in Target. I mean, I also was running through a Walmart at like 11 a.m. on a Friday or on a Thursday. Yeah, no, Friday. Okay. Um, <laughs> Friday. Because it had been open for 20 minutes and it was a door crasher. And I was like, oh, I need this item. <laughs> and I got the last one. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yep. Um, so with Flip, you can check all the flyers. It's not just grocery flyers. Um, Canadian Tire is on there. I know there's... TSE, which is now PV, I think. There's also a bunch of online, like all of your stores that have online sales. A lot of them are also on Flip. I use Flip all the time. It's my go-to before we head out to a grocery store. 
I'm constantly like this. Don't say, oh, we're getting this. We're <laughs> That's Shane's not a big sale shopper, but if I send him with a list, he's better. So I'm just looking on it right now. Babies R Us is on here. Canadian Tire, Costco, EB Games, Giant Tiger, which is a huge store that I like. Not a huge store, but that's like one of my main stores. H&M is on here. Home Depot, Home Hardware, The Bay, Joe Fresh, Lowe's. So it does carry a lot of the flyers. Heart City, I believe. Princess Auto is also on here for if we have a guy that listens to our podcast and likes Princess Auto, it's on here. Hey, it's a good store for girls too. You can get a lot of cool stuff at Princess Auto. <laughs> Rona's on here. Shoppers Drug Mart. Um, Pretty much Staples, any store. The beer store. Like it's all on here. And they also have a search option so that you can search the flyers and online. And then you can also make yourself a list. And when you're looking on the flyers, you can touch the item you want and a yellow circle will go around it. And to use that, and then you can pull that specific clipping up later. Like I know I always do that. The girls like berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries. They are expensive. I don't think that I've bought strawberries full price in five years, (laughs) except at the farm. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you're buying them at like a local person that I picked. And I'm like, no, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to buy full price strawberries. Not something I want to do. Flip is amazing for that. The other app that I used to use, but don't anymore is Rebe. Um, I will use that one if I'm going stateside because it has a lot of flyers for the States. Um, But I feel like it's just too Americanized and it's not current enough for Canadian flyers and stores, I guess. Yeah, I used to use Rebe before Flip came out and then switched over to Flip. And using Flip on your phone is sufficient for the cash cashier at the grocery store. You don't need to bring in your physical flyers anymore. And it is a free app on every smartphone. So your mother that goes to the grocery store with her 47 flyers just needs this app. That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was my mom too until I forced her to do this. And now she's like, oh my God, I don't need to bring flyers anymore. This is amazing. <laughs> Rakuten is a site that you can go and it's also an app so you can put on your phone if you shop on your phone and it's basically a way to get money back on all your purchases which is similar to Checkout 51 which is an app that you can put on your phone and if you if you purchase a product that's on Checkout 51 for that week you can earn that money back it's a great app to have i know i'm on a coupon group on Facebook and this woman says that her grocery budget for a family of two adults and four kids is 50 bucks a month. Carla's looking at me like what? She explained it. She uses Rakuten and Checkout 51 and Flip and she's like yeah I spent 50 bucks. Good for her. I wish. (laughs) I think she buys a lot of stuff with like coupons and then has optimum points. All that stuff adds up so fast and you don't even realize it. Well, and the thing is, all of this stuff is free. You just need to take the time to do it. So yes, I understand it's difficult in the beginning, but I've been price matching for 10 years and it's almost second nature to me anymore. Price matching is super easy. So price matching is super easy. It's probably the easiest step when you get into like the Rakuten and Checkout 51 and you're trying to keep your groceries under $50, that is going to take more time. You need to plan. You need to be organized and get coupons and do all of those things. Like that stuff does take time to price match is like the click of a button that you're already looking at the flyer anyway, pulling it up in the store and showing the cashier. Like it's the easiest thing in the world to price match. However, if you're going to take it a step further, It does get more complicated. We're not saying it's not complicated, but you can figure it out pretty easily and then it will become second nature. I've been price matching for 10 years. It is second nature to me. There are certain things I will not spend more than two, three bucks on. If cheese dips are more than $2, you're overpaying. Same with crispers. Strawberries, you shouldn't pay more than two bucks for. Asparagus, I won't pay more than $2.50 for, which people look at me weird and I'm like, I'm not paying more than $250 for asparagus. I can find it somewhere for $250 a pound. There's so many things that I price match, and I'm like, I will never buy this for more than this price. 
you should have like core items. Like I really like Lilydale turkey sausage, which is what those are. I know those go on sale for two forty eight. So if I see them for three twenty seven, they perceive it as a sale. Right. They're just trying to move it. It's not right. on sale. That's why I said crispers, Cheez-Its, I never pay more than $2 for. Right. Pop-Tarts, nope. No frills and Sobeys have crazy eight sales. Yep. They get price matched all the time for those. That's, yeah, two eighty eight is what you want for Lilydale breakfast sausages. Don't pay more than that. You can't take that, the Lilydale sausages, and go and be like, oh, I'm going to buy sausages at Walmart because they don't carry Lilydale. Right. So you got to watch that. But, I mean... Like, when it comes to produce, as long as it's, like, a product of the same country. Strawberries for strawberries, cucumbers for cucumbers. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So, Wednesday, I go on the app. I go through all my flyers. I clip everything. I write my grocery list out. And then, I don't know if you know this hack on Flip. Hold on, I need to put something on here that I can actually look up. You see grapes on there? I'm trying to make sure it's not glare. Yeah. So, you see how there's a one circled? Yeah. If I scroll, it's because I have grapes clipped. Okay. But you can go on here and say, oh, I need grapes. And then you click. Sorry, I'm doing this backwards. And it brings up all the grape clippings. Oh, that's cool. So then you can price match against itself. Right. You can pick the best one that works for you. And then you can just clip what you need. And with produce, the big price advertised in the store and on the flyer is pounds. When you go to the cashier and put it down, it's in kilos. Hmm. And you can't price match at self-checkout at any Loblaw stores anymore. Right. The last app is not an app as much as it is a Google Chrome extension, which to break this down, this is a free thing that you download and it runs in the background when you're on the internet and it scans the entire internet for coupon codes to give you an additional discount when you shop. It's called Honey, like what bees make. (laughs) Just to clarify. (laughs) I don't know why I found that so funny. (laughs) (laughs) H-O-N-E-Y, honey. It's it's great. I love it. It's great for places like Sephora, Home Depot. Vista print. Oh, yes. Yes. Mabel's labels, which we'll talk about in another podcast when we talk about daycare. Because it's coming for both of us. You need those. (laughs) (laughs) If you're buying Mabel's labels and you're not getting 40% off, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. As well as Vistaprint, if you pay more than 50%, you're overpaying. Yeah. The next item up for bid <laughs> is unit pricing. Carla knows what this is, but if you don't know what this is, I'm going to blow your mind. Just because something is cheaper or is perceived to be cheaper because it's a bigger size, it's not always the case. Unit pricing is super small. And when I go out tomorrow, I will try and like take a picture so we can post it to show people where unit pricing is. It will tell you by the 100 mils of a product or the square foot, if it's like paper towels or toilet paper, or by the 100 grams. This is a big thing with ketchup I've found. I don't know why ketchup is like this, but condiments for sure. And cereal. It tells you what the price is per 100 grams. So if you have a ketchup bottle that's 250 milliliters and then a ketchup bottle that's like 500, if you look at the unit pricing at the 250 mil and you realize it's 36 and you look at the 500 mil and you realize it's 42, it's actually cheaper to buy two 250 mil ketchups than it is to buy a 500 mil ketchup. Check the unit pricing. Every grocery store that I've been to in Ontario does this. Costco is a huge one for this, but check the unit pricing everywhere that you go because you could end up saving money. The next thing we're gonna talk about is Costco. I'm actually not a member at Costco, my mom is. If you are close with someone, you can actually split a membership and have one person pay. There's nothing to say that you can't be a guest. What I do basically is my mom will go to Costco, purchase everything in one go, and then I just e-transfer her afterwards, which is what a lot of people do. And to make your life even easier, if you put all of your stuff first, subtotal, ask for a subtotal, and then your mom puts all of her stuff, then it's already, like, the math is already done for you. It makes it so much easier. The big thing that I want to touch on with Costco, actually, there's two. One, don't always buy your produce at Costco. The only time I will ever buy produce at Costco is if I'm making a fruit tray for at a function, which with COVID, there's no functions. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, except spinach, because I make my smoothie packs with that spinach or the like bananas. But still, that's because I know they work out to 56 cents a pound. 
which is the standard price for bananas if you don't know. <laughs> and if you're paying more than that, you're overpaying. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I know how much stuff costs. I'm like, no, no, this is this much money. I'm not paying that. <laughs> the other thing is if something is 94 cents at Costco, it's discontinued. That's the lowest price it's going to be. So if you're watching that big dome steel structure that everyone has their eye on right now, that's like suspended or the treehouse that they just brought in or kids clothes, 94 cents is the magical number that you're looking for. That means it's being discontinued. That means buy everything or that's the lowest price you're going to get. I think 90, 99 cents is full price. 97 cents is on sale and 94 cents is discontinued. Good to know. And that's like not just Costco that's everywhere, but it's predominantly at Costco. Need you to shop for me. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually thought of that. I'm like, I could probably start a business of just explaining how to save people money. Right. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Like (laughs) (laughs) the next one is explore your options. This podcast is not solely focused on moms. This is just like general, like I did this before I was pregnant and before I had kids. Um, Explore your options. Just because a baby item is a good idea doesn't mean it's something that you will use. One of our episodes four ago now, I think, we just sat and talked about baby products. It's like, would you buy this? No. Would you use it? No. Well, then why is it invented? Because somebody would. Yeah, right? Not you, not me. Don't know who, but someone likes it. For your options is for everything. Don't buy chicken fingers if you're not going to eat the chicken fingers. Buy stuff that is going to, like, that you're going to use in all aspects of your life like this is not just an episode for the mom with babies honestly for everybody this information we're giving you today is so valuable I my mind is already blown and we're like halfway through (laughs) yeah there's been a few things that my cousin has had twins before me so she's like do you want this do you want that you know what about this and I'm like I don't know why you bought it in the first place. Even when I was helping you, I thought it was a dumb idea. I still don't want it. Go sell it. (laughs) And there's some things that I'm like, please tell me you still have this. And she goes, nah, I sold it. I'm like, damn. (laughs) It just kind of depends. Like every person is different. And I mean, you might have an older sibling that has had kids before you. And she's like, I'm going to give you all of my stuff. And you're like, I don't want half your stuff. Just no, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. You are very much also able to look up the non-baby product for the equivalent that you have. I mean, we touched on this a while ago. I use a dog poo bag thing that you attach to the dog leash. I have it attached to my diaper bag. I just don't know why you'd buy that for $15 when you can buy it for $1.25. It just doesn't make sense to me. And this also applies for weddings too. If you go and buy a white dress that's not designated as a wedding dress, it's like a tenth of the price. That's like, again, off topic, but kind of on topic. Things that really drive up the price of stuff is if it says baby, if it's pink, and if it's for a wedding. Just be aware that you can purchase the exact same thing for a fraction of the price if you just explore your options. And do your research. That's probably the biggest thing of getting the bang for your buck is do your research. And as you go, it gets a lot easier to do the research. Like I said, I've been price matching for 10 years, and there's certain things I won't buy for more than a certain price. The next item that we're going to talk about, Carla, is I think an advocate for now. She wasn't (laughs) before. Buying secondhand. Um, I experienced this with my cousin. Him and his partner have a nine-month-old baby. He's adorable. They were getting top of the line, brand new, and I'm like, okay, get that you have the money to do this. Why are you doing this? Yeah, you can put that money to something better. (laughs) Like, The one thing that changed it for them was the Bumbo. A new Bumbo cost close to $100. I sold them my Bumbo, well, one of the ones that I have, for 20 bucks. And he was like, this is $100? And I'm like, yep. And I used it for a few months. And I got it used. And he he was blown away. And that's what changed it for him was the Bumbo. And just how astronomical that price was. To go back to unit pricing, I told his husband about unit pricing of diapers, which we're going to talk about in the budgeting. His husband now tries to beat his price on certain things. It's crazy because they've totally changed how they shop and how they live because I told them about, you know, buying stuff secondhand and unit pricing. When you're ready to buy stuff, first of all, ask your family members if they have said baby product. For me, (laughs) before I go and buy something... I ask, 
I think I asked at least five different moms before I go out and buy something. I also, when I go to purchase a baby item, like I just had to go buy 18 month sleepers. So I asked the five, basically five core moms that I would ask for baby stuff. They all said, sorry, I don't have any of those. Then I go on Facebook Marketplace. Um, Cause it was baby clothes. I didn't check Kijiji or Virage sale, which is garage sale with a V as in Victor. All one word. It's an app and a website similar to Kijiji. And it's great. It's basically just online garage sales. Then my next stop is secondhand stores. In London, Ontario, there's a place called Talese Highbury and Huron. Go there. It's amazing. Also strongly recommend Value Village and Goodwill. There's also Once Upon a Child, which I don't know if Windsor has Once Upon a Child or if that's just a London thing. I think we do. That's a great secondhand store. And you, I believe, can sell your old stuff there. Carla's just looking it up. What is the kids shop? Because I don't know if I've ever been there. Okay, the kids shop is in Windsor. It's on Dougal and Grand Maris. It's in with the wholesale store. Like it's in that plaza. Amazing secondhand stuff. They do get a lot of name brand stuff. And because of COVID, they have now started posting a lot of their stuff they get online in like outfits. The outfits might not all be the same size stuff, but you can call them, pay for the items you want, and pick up whenever you want. I did it today. They posted the cutest little outfit for Ella's first birthday, which I'm not going to disclose the theme. But I, my mom tagged me in their post, and it's just because I wasn't on Facebook. And I called them. I bought it, said I'll be there in an hour to pick it up. Like I was going out anyway. I could have picked it up the next day or two days later. Like it wouldn't have mattered. They're pretty good about it because you've already paid for it and picked it up. And it was $4 for her birthday outfit. Greatest thing ever. They are awesome. They post a lot on social media, on Facebook. So you can see things and buy them, but you do have to be quick on those ones. But they also are so, the way it's even organized is amazing. I found about it from friends of ours that have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old. They go there a lot for shorts and pants for the boys to play outside and whatever. They normally end up with name brand stuff like Nike and Puma and everything else for way less money. Things like that that the kids are going to ruin. Even things like my daughter's first birthday outfit. It doesn't matter. It's still in fantastic shape. They tell you the brand. They tell you the size. They tell you the price. You know everything. It is only one size up, but the brand I know runs big, so I'm not even worried about it. So Ella will be good to go for her birthday. You don't have to put all of that in. That was a lot. I got very excited. <laughs> no, but that's good. Like that's that's what I mean. When I start talking about it, that's how I feel. The only problem with buying secondhand as a multiples parent is it's hard to find two of something. Like unfortunately, their Easter outfits are brand new because I wanted them to match. So I bought new but they were 10 bucks for an outfit at Walmart. So I was like, I'm okay with that. That's not bad. Well, and that's just it. If you're not doing it all the time, like how often are you really buying brand new outfits? It's probably not very often. And something that is sort of a hack that I have found, I'm not going to do my high yet because you know what my high is, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. But at Value Village and Talese and Goodwill, they have what I call boodle bags but it's that wall of clear bags full of junk. It is an amazing place to find additional food. Like I got my girls a free kitchen and it was missing the oven door and the faucet like head where the water comes out. My parents are contractors. So I was like, is there any way that you could just, you know, nail a door to the oven and find me a faucet head? My mom's like, yeah, easy. So now I've been on the hunt for boodle bags that are food and pots and pans and cutlery because they already have a table and chairs. So I'm like, they can just have their own little play kitchen. And I was able to get a shopping cart and I have a shopping basket. So they're like all like amped up and excited about the shopping cart. They just pick, I think I've sent you Snapchats. They pick it up and carry it around because they haven't fully figured out to like push it yet. (laughs) They are obsessed with the shopping cart. Yeah. So I just literally will fill it up with all the toys that are in the area. And they then take all the toys out, pick up the shopping cart, walk away with it. I'm like, that's not how a shopping cart works. But, you know, whatever, kid. I have spent 20 bucks on boodle bags prepping for this kitchen that I'm going to give them. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be for their second birthday that I'm giving it to them. 
and the kitchen's pink. It was for free on a free site. Oh, wow. And I saw it and I was like, me, 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 I want that. She goes, okay, it's yours. I'm like, is it at the end of your driveway? Do I have to come right now? Like, she goes, no, I'll take the ad down. You can have it. I'm like, thank you. (sighs) Sometimes people do that. And I'm like, can you not? Because I can't get get there there in time. I can't blow the kids up. Yeah. Sometimes I can't take the stroller out of my vehicle and the car seats and leave. Like, I don't have the time to be like, going right now. Yeah. Gotta take the kids with me. And if it's a big item, I'm like, well, this was all fit. (laughs) Yeah. I can't take the kids because I need to put the seats down and can't have the kids in the car with the seats down. Yeah. Unfortunately. Can you just sit in the front seat for a minute? Yeah. That's safe. That would go over well. (laughs) No, officer, really? They're six. (laughs) They just have Benjamin Button syndrome. So boodle bags are great, especially if you're on the hunt for a specific toy or adding toys to an existing toy. Like I had the girls have the peekaboo blocks from Fisher Price and I have a whole bunch of these peekaboo blocks that they're obsessed with. So that's what they play with. It's great. But I definitely am on the hunt for more of those because they are obsessed with them. They're just these clear blocks that look like they're one inch by one inch by one inch and they just have stuff in them that you can move which is cool. Interesting. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'll send you a Snapchat of what they look like. They're pretty cool. The next thing we're going to talk about is stockpiling, which is not panic buying. Just to make that clear to the lady in the grocery store, when I went for my three months stock up for diapers, cause they were on sale. I was not panic buying. I am a twin mom. When diapers are on sale, I stock up. I was very, very upset with her. Stockpiling is good for non-food items non-perishable items like canned goods and I guess toys if that makes sense that you're going to use like clothes toys that you're going to use and grow into bad idea to stockpile would be anything that will spoil including chips I know that sounds weird but please don't stockpile chips they do have expiry dates and they're normally not very long no and they're really greasy afterwards especially Miss Vicky's the kettle chips they get quite gross you have to be smart about it and it's a learned art (laughs) (laughs) Campbell's cream of tomato soup or Campbell's tomato soup goes on sale in London, Ontario for a dollar in the fall. My mom buys the whole flat and we eat that over the winter. And yeah, she's dropping 25 bucks on soup and everyone's like, why? Because it's a buck and it never goes back to that till spring. That sales only two times a year. And in spring, you don't want soup anymore. So (laughs) no, we might buy like 10 cans and that'll last us till fall. We also make homemade soup. When you're stockpiling diapers, I just recently got diapers for 13 cents for a size four, which is amazing. You have to check the price of the box and you divide it by the number of diapers in the box, but you need to also add tax and that should give you the price of per diaper. There was a sale on with Real Canadian Superstore during no tax week and no tax weekend. I believe it was $27.97 and it was the biggest price of biggest box of diapers and it worked out to like 15 cents a diapers because with PC Optimum, you get 10% back on everything that you buy. So I would take the $27.97. I'm just doing this on a calculator right now. So I would take $27.97 and I would times it by 1.13, which gives you the tax. And then I would subtract 10%. And that leaves you with $28.44. And then I would divide that by 168 because I know that was the box size that I used for size three and that was 16 cents 16.9 cents a diaper which is still kind of high but that was the cheapest really that I could find diapers and then I found diapers for four or sorry 13 cents a diaper and I was like buy all of them buy all the diapers load up the cart I don't care clear the shelf get them all and I'm really hoping that I can find more of them because with twins I go through so many diapers (laughs) When I stockpile, I try and make sure I have at least three boxes of diapers on hand and a whole box of Costco wipes on hand. I opened a box that I have, so it's my last box of wipes, and I had my mom put them on her Costco list. So Huggies wipes should go on sale between now and the time that I'm done using that box. And if not, I will say that I only have three packages of wipes left, which should last me at least a week, and she'll buy more wipes. But I always am checking what's on sale where and how much it costs for unit pricing and secondhand. I always do. Like the amount of money you can save is insane. (laughs) 
All right, we're going on to our highs and lows. Erica, what is your high this week? My high is also a life hack that I discovered when I was at the Value Village. Um, This is actually something I didn't touch on the entire podcast, and I should have. There's actually two. Value Village, Goodwill, and Talees all actually give you coupons when you drop stuff off. If you have, like, a bag of clothes, you're like, just go to the Goodwill and look around for stuff. Bring a bag of clothes because they'll give you a coupon. And generally, it's $2 off, 5 bucks, and then a 20% off your purchase up to $100, which is what I used on yesterday. <laughs> um, if you go to Value Village and you look for kids' clothes, they say as much stuff as you can fit in a bag. There's three bagging sizes, $2.99, $5.99, and $9.99. I really wanted to look for some cute clothes, and I hate paying full price and new for anything because that's just me. Me being me opened up the $2.99 bag and was like, I can totally roll stuff and shove a whole bunch of stuff in this bag. In the $2.99 bag, I was able to fit seven or eight articles of clothing and a pair of shoes, a pair of jeans, a zip-up hoodie, long sleeve shirts, which by the way, I got a shirt that matches a pair of twin shirts that I have. So now I have two black shirts that are the exact same and a black shirt and a pink shirt that are the exact same. So now I can mix and match, which is awesome. Um <laughs> <laughs> And I shoved as much as I could into this $2.99 bag and I took it up to the cash and I'm like, is this allowed? And she goes, sure. So life hack, roll, like pick out all the clothes that you want and just have them in a pile. But then I want you to fold them and I can show in a video if we have people that want it. But basically I just like fold like I do in the folding video that we posted. And instead of like leaving it as is, I'll roll everything. And I was able to fit so much in this little bag and a pair of like, I want to say little moccasin shoes that Kinsley is obsessed with. (laughs) They're white with black polka dots and a little gold bow. They're so cute. So that was my high for the week was going to Value Village and getting my kids some cute stuff. What was your low this week? First, I'm going to start off with the second part. Some lady at the Value Village was telling me about how she was a twin mom. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, sometimes I just am polite about it. She goes, so how far along are you? You're shaking your head no at all that. And I just kind of went, I'm not. How fast blood went away from this woman's face. And she just went, like, white. Which, for all of our lovely listeners, there's a picture that says when it's okay to ask someone when they're pregnant. Have you seen that picture? I think so. And it's like under every basically month. And it says, no, 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 no. And it shows a very pregnant woman. And it's like, still no, 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 no. There is never a time to ask someone when they're pregnant. Although, funny story, I called Shanna out for being pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, but it's different when it's your friend versus like a random person in a store. I mean, I've asked you if you were pregnant at some point in the podcast too. I'm like, are you pregnant? (laughs) You did, actually. It had nothing to do with, like, your body shape. It was just how you were acting. Right. I'm like, Carla, are you pregnant? (laughs) Don't worry. Outside of Shane, I feel like you'd be the first one to know right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I was like, I'm not. And this woman was, like, visibly uncomfortable. She should be. She shouldn't have said it. Well, I'm like, I have worked very hard. I just have a tiny little belly. Like, I honestly still look like I'm three or four months pregnant. But at the same time. You had twins. Don't ask me if I'm pregnant takes time for your body to go back to normal and you had twins also i've been single for like a year in the middle of a pandemic who am i dating (laughs) my other low is i'm still looking for a job which sucks i hate looking for a job i've been given offers but they're just not what i want and i know that you shouldn't be choosy but when i went to school to be a paralegal and i'm being offered a customer service position I kind of feel like it's selling myself short just a little bit. Absolutely. And if you, like, you're not necessarily in a rush, but it's been a long time since you were working. So I get wanting to, like, get back to work. But pre-COVID. Yeah. Be picky. Be choosy. Like, this is a job. This is your career. This is your life. Like, the last thing you want is to go to a job you hate And constantly be looking for another job when all of that time, once you find that job, should be going to your kids, right? Like all that extra time when you're not at work goes to the girls. 
So like, no, be picky, be choosy. I live with someone that hates their job. My husband hates his job. He doesn't like change. He will probably never leave this job, but he he's not happy. So find a job that will make you happy. It's important. Well, I've been told that I can go back to a job I previously had, which I didn't totally hate, but it was very mind-numbing work. Carla, what was your high this week? My highs and lows, I'm going to kind of put them together because I feel like it's they go hand in hand. So my high this week is that I found a daycare. This is a really big thing for me. I was raised with a stay-at-home mom. My nieces and nephews both had stay-at-home moms. So like me putting our kid in daycare feels like a really big deal to me. One, I think it's a good thing because they need more interaction than just me. And two, I have a job. I have a job to go back to that is ready and waiting for me. And I love my job. So we decided today what daycare we're going with. It made me really happy. But at the same time, and even trying to talk about it, is getting me really emotional. I am not 100% sure I'm ready to leave Ella. (laughs) I am not sure I am ready to drop her off with anybody. The only person that's really watched my daughter is my sister. And she moves this weekend to another province. So between all of that, I'm not sure I'm ready. My parents do not listen to this podcast, which is kind of a good thing because of what I'm going to say next. But my parents are physically not capable of taking care of my child. They have a house with a lot of steps. Um, My mom needs a hip replacement and she wouldn't be able to carry her up or down the stairs until she's like a fully walking child that can do stairs. My parents cannot watch my daughter and that sucks because it's her only grandparents. Really hard with my sister leaving. My brother has two kids. Um, We don't have a lot of people that I can just drop my daughter off at and feel okay about it. Daycare is like a super scary step for me. Do your parents at least understand that they're not physically capable of caring for Ella and they're come to terms with it? We haven't had the conversation, but COVID has kind of made it easy to not ask them to watch her because I haven't really needed someone to watch her. I think once my mom gets the hip replacement, it will be better. I don't know. It's just really like I it just makes me emotional thinking that I can't let her grandparents watch her. But Well, you could be on the other end of the spectrum where I have my children's great grandmother. You okay over there? Yeah. My grandma. This pandemic has really hit her hard. She was go, 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 you know, head of the Legion, making lunches and doing this and doing that. And she's really aged. I want to say she's aged at least five years in the past year with this pandemic because she's just not doing as much as she should be. So she's really slowing down and it's harder on her. And, you know, she loves my kids to death. No one's disputing that. And she's like, oh, I'll watch them. And I'm like, grandma, you can't watch them. You're not physically able to. Oh, yes, I am. What are you saying? I'm old. I'm like, you're 86. Yes, woman, <laughs> you're old. You you hit old at 70. For sure. And being like the only grandparents. And it's my parents, right? Like, I know you're capable of taking care of children. You're just not capable of taking care of a child that is that cannot take care of themselves whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sure as Ella gets older and more mobile and more verbal, your parents could take her for an overnight. Absolutely. But not right now. It's definitely hard going back to work. That's kind of both of our lows, I guess, this week is going back to work. (laughs) Yep. And I'm going back early. I'm going back late. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing we're opposite for. Yeah. But it's life. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's not like we're the first people to put our kids in daycare either. No. And it's super relatable. Like, if you weren't upset about putting Ella in daycare, I'd probably say there's something wrong with you. And I get that. My biggest question was, like, will you send me pictures throughout the day, especially in the beginning? Because I am not physically ready for this. Ella won't care. You're going to keep her occupied. You're going to be playing with her. You're going to, she's not going to care. 
my kid is pretty good about going to anybody. I'm the problem. (laughs) I am the problem. The other thing is too, is what I said, like, if it makes you upset, but there's another part of that equation. And I had this conversation with Shanna about going back to work is she said, it's time. And I mean, you're lucky that you haven't reached that point, but I definitely look forward to breaks when my kids go to bed. I've been with my kids every day, except for like a 36 hour stretch when they were in the NICU and one overnight at a friend's house back in 2020 when restrictions were good. Other than that, I've been the primary caregiver of my kids. I've been going (laughs) since Halloween of 2019. I want a break. I want to go back to work. That will be my break for my kids. And that doesn't make me selfish or a bad mom. No, it makes me human. I feel like you're, it goes back before they were even born because you were strapped into a hospital bed. (laughs) Well, at least I was for two months on bed rest and I could just sleep. But I was also so stressed because I had ultrasounds every other day and I had NSTs and I had doctors coming in and then the doctor with the resident would want to come in. And then I got the nurses and they had students and then the volunteer would come around like we have craft time. And I'm like, I just want to nap. Like, I wish it was more of a hospital, like a hotel than a hospital that I just put a do not disturb sign on my door and be like, come back later. Yeah. Leave me alone. Like, there were times where the nurse, I said to her, I'm like, I just don't want to be bothered today. I just want to have a nap. So, like, don't come in. Leave me alone. Can I be first for rounds tonight? Like, I just want to go to bed at a decent time. I'd be up to 11 o'clock some nights waiting for rounds. Were they good about it? Yeah. If they knew that I was struggling, they would, like, some nights I would say to them, like, my mom's coming tonight and she's not coming till 10 o'clock. So can you wait for me to be last for rounds? They're like, sure. And then my mom would get to listen to the heartbeats. Right. Which she liked. I mean, my grandma came with me to an ultrasound. I My pregnancy was not normal. Right. <laughs> I mean, we all know this, but it was kind of nice because I constantly was able to, you know, hear my kids and it just kind of became commonplace. Like I was attached to my kids long before they were born. Yeah. I was seeing them almost daily. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 12 of our podcast. We appreciate all of your support. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you listen. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from today's information, parents and non-parents included, please share. Our social media is packed with all of today's hacks and apps that we mentioned. So please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash moms surviving life and on Instagram at moms surviving life, all one word. If you have a question or a comment, please feel free to private message us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at momssurvivinglife at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be talking about Introduction to Food, Part 1. I'm not sure how many episodes this is going to be. It potentially could be upwards of three or four.